Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Out of Office with Women in Business. I'm your co-host, Lisa. And I'm Rachel. And we are so excited to welcome a very special guest. So today we have with us our eboard director, Dasha, if you want to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Dasha Sternberg. I'm the eboard director this year. Um, I'm a senior marketing major at Eisenberg, and I have the pleasure of working with these two lovely ladies all the time. So I'm very excited to be here. And today we're just going to be talking about studying abroad because I announced at my meeting last week that I will be studying abroad in Lisbon, Portugal this summer for a month and I do not know anyone else in the program. I'm very excited but also very nervous so I'm going to be, Rachel and I are just going to be picking Dasha's brain about her study abroad experience and any tips and tricks that she has so we're really looking forward to that. Yeah, I personally am not going abroad, but I'm also just like very curious about like what the process is like cuz I had kind of looked into it when I thought I was going abroad and like it seems like a lot of work, a lot of paperwork, a lot of like planning and executing and all the like I don't even know. Um excited to learn more. Yeah, there's definitely a lot that goes into it, but if you're committed to traveling and you're committed to like the journey and learning, I think that's more what I took away from it all is I learned so much. I learned a lot of independence. And honestly, I think the biggest takeaway was after I got home, you just feel like you could do anything. Like doing all that stuff by yourself, traveling by yourself, getting your papers done by yourself, like all, you're the only person responsible. Like I felt like I could travel anywhere in the world now, like I could do anything. Um, so that was like one of the biggest takeaways from the entire experience. Yeah, that's super cool. It kind of reminds me of like when people say, like I've heard that pe after people skydive, it's like you you have no fears, like you're willing to do anything because you're like, I just did the most <laughs> adrenaline rushing thing ever and I survived. Like I feel like it's kind of similar to that, but like on a way larger scale because you're there for, you know, you were there for what, five weeks? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I said this, but Dasha was in Greece. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so I studied in Athens for about five weeks last June, right after I finished my junior year. Like, literally, I finished my last day of classes, and I think I had actually three days from moving out of my apartment in Amherst to being at Boston Logan, getting on my plane, and, like, leaving for Greece. So it was just, like, this crazy hustle and bustle of, like, events. It, like, it was just a whirlwind. And um, But, like, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was just so, so fun. And Athens is awesome, so... Yeah, I remember sitting in the hub with Dasha, and she was, like, online shopping for all this stuff, and she's like, I remember, too, even, like, you applied on, like, the last day to go. Yes, okay, should I, should I tell that story? Yeah, yeah. So, basically, <laughs> I just had a lot on my plate last year, but I didn't get a chance to study abroad. I didn't want to study abroad during the school year, because my year lost to my 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 graduating class lost a lot of time for COVID and I was like women in business co-president last year like I just had a lot that I wanted to do and accomplish and I felt like going away for an entire semester was really going to take away from that so I decided that I was going to do like a summer program my my best friend Hannah had just done a winter program she loved it I was like you know what I'm going to go for like five weeks like I really want to commit to this and I was like I'm going to Paris I'm going to live in France for like months they had a three-month program which I was like boom done and the deadline like appeared online not for a while so I met with the advisor I was starting the paperwork and she sat with me on the call she's like okay it looks like everything's ready to go do you speak French and I was like no she's like like you're a beginner at French or you just speak English I'm like I know zero French and she basically told me like I could not go into the program and I needed to pick like programs that accepted only English speaking students. And it just so happened on that day that I had the meeting, 
was the deadline for all of the other English speaking programs. So, oh my God. I, so you were just like, <laughs> let me just find one that I'm interested in. I lost my mind. Like um, my, my friend uh, Hannah was sitting next to me and Amaya and we were sitting in Eisenberg in a breakout room and I just started crying. I'm looking through searching countries. I hadn't, I, like I had never even thought about Greece before. I had never even like dreamed of traveling there or anything like that. And it was like Greece and Spain and I had been to Spain before and I was like, Greece it is. I put down my deposit and I applied. And it was literally on the day of the deadline. And I was like, I hope to God I get in. Whatever if I go. like, And that's how I ended up in Greece. It wasn't like this big plan. Like I had always dreamed of going to the islands and doing that. But that's how I ended up in that situation. That's crazy. And just the fact that you had three days to pack after the semester. I think I have like a week, which mm-hmm. will be nice because I'm like so indecisive. And I know that... I don't even know. The whole packing thing just stresses me out. Like, oh, already, yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. But. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because my sister, when she – so my sister um, works for Royal Caribbean. She's mm-hmm. a dancer. Um, and when she left for her 10-month contract, she had one big suitcase and, like, a carry-on. And she was like, how am I going to fit 10 months of clothes, all of my dance stuff, like, all the, like, necessities that I need, and, like – a lot of makeup she couldn't bring because it's like you have to have it within like certain like milliliters or whatever. Oh, really? yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like very like some of the stuff is like very weirdly specific. There was a lot that she had to leave behind. Um, and I just remember like me and my mom both like sitting on the suitcase and Kylie's trying to zip her in and we're like like literally like cramming, cramming, cramming stuff and then we're like weighing it, but like oh picking God. it up. Like it is hectic to try to pack for like even like that's the thing, even five weeks, it's like I know. It's stressful, too, because I, I know I'm going to do a lot of shopping, so mm-hmm. I want to leave room so I can take stuff back. Yeah. That that part of it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, That's I don't even know. That's the biggest thing that I realized. Like, I brought a bunch of, like, workout clothes, too. I thought I was going to work out a lot more than I did, and I, bu- I brought, like, just a bunch of, like, I don't know, different shit that I literally didn't even ever use, um, and I ended up just, like, wasting space nobody there really in europe wears athleisure like how we would like we're all in sweatshirts and stuff and leggings nobody nobody really dresses like that i don't even think i touched my leggings once isn't that crazy to think about that is insane i know but also it's like europe is way more walking friendly right too so i feel like a lot of people just get their exercise in just walking around and like being a human being and not being in a car all the time for sure for sure and the food is like way more like fresh and like they have very strict laws on like chemicals and preservatives that we don't have in america so like the same cheese pizza you might eat there is a lot like I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's just much fresher and much better quality of food that you're going to consume there, too. So, it like, doesn't have, like, the preservatives Exactly. Like, your right? overall wellness, I was just, like, feeling amazing there. Like, oh. <laughs> like it was just awesome. That's so, awesome. yeah. I know. That's super cool. I, I do, like, I wonder, like, what were your staple pieces when packing? Like, what were those, like, essential items that you were like, oh, my God, thank God I brought this? The one thing, this is such a hot take that I'm going to share. And I... <laughs> I'm still not even, like, comfortable with this. Like, I'm going, I'm traveling again this June. I'm going to Paris and London, and I want to buy another pair of them. Oh, my God. That's so, that's like a full circle moment. Like, you didn't get your Paris I know, last right? year. Right? Yeah. So, but my Tevas, do you know what Tevas are? I love Tevas. Not even joking. The, the strappy sandals. Yes. They're cute. Okay. They're, They're cute. Ugly. They are but no, ugly. No. No. I disagree. I wore those. I went to South Dakota, and those were, my mom 
like dug out these old Tevas that she's had for 20 plus years and I wore them so much on that trip and they're waterproof and you can they're so comfortable you can walk in them like they're amazing I love them they're better than Crocs I feel like they're much more functional and in Greece like you're walking so much but also like when I went to the islands like when I was in um where was I like when I was in Naxos or like different more islands with like less paved roads I guess like you would go from like sand to pavement to like rocky like and I was so grateful for the Tevas or you'd like step in water and like do all this stuff the Tevas were amazing like even though I was like a little insecure about the look that I was going for because I had just like a great outfit going up on like on up north and then down south was just like these really ugly black chunky Tevas okay with the ugly comment sorry I will (laughs) say like Burks were so ugly at first same with Uggs. That's true. They're just a little bit more out there, so you see them, and everyone's used to them. That's true. I think I think Tevas. Okay, they're not the cutest, yeah. but they work. Like yeah. they're not like super ugly, and I think they probably will get more popular as people realize that they are such a like comfortable and amazing shoe. Rachel's so practical. So quiet during this. I know. Our fashion <laughs> icon cannot speak on the uh, Tevas. I yeah, no comment. Let but, the Teva slander fly. Functionality though so important i never wore my burks my flip-flops or anything like the tevas Mm -hmm. even though i was fighting it i was resisting my love for them it always came through yeah and i'm thinking i'm getting another pair but like white (laughs) ones i'm gonna try to make them a little more pretty oh my gosh you know well you'll have to send me a picture maybe i'll maybe i'll have a change of heart maybe like a feet pic (laughs) (laughs) maybe yeah of me and my tevas maybe yeah (laughs) That would be awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else. So, like, another staple that I got was dresses were so comfortable because it was getting really hot in Greece at the time. I was, like, just had gotten there for, like, what they call season. So, season's kind of, like, late May to uh, September when it's all tourists. That's when everyone makes their money. Everyone in Mykonos, Santorini, like, that's when they're really making their money, and that's called, like, season. Um, And so I was, like, living in my sundresses. I did love my, like, Lululemon athletic dress, too. Um, And those were just, like, awesome. You were, like, super breathable, super comfortable to walk in, and they were, like, all midi length. So, like, appropriate for kind of all things. You could dress it up for dinner, all that. That was a really big staple for me when I was traveling as well. I know dresses are great in the summer because you don't have to worry about like jean shorts like riding up your butt or yeah. anything like that. Like they're just like airy, flowy, perfect. Like, yeah, yeah. My my biggest staple last summer was my tennis dress that I got from Lulu. Oh on, yeah, on clearance. Like I was like, oh like Alabama Rush Talk. Like everyone's wearing these tennis dresses. Like you know what? I'm gonna get one. It was on sale. I was like, it's meant to be like perfect. And I literally got it. And it changed my life. Like it's, it's so, so comfortable, so comfortable. Like it's cute. Like you can wear a sweatshirt. You can wear like you can wear, like yeah. the possibilities are so endless. They're with the beyond dress. endless. And it's like it's like the leggings of mm-hmm. the dress world. Mm-hmm. It's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. I don't need to wear a bra with mine. They mm-hmm. have like built-in bras. Yeah, it's just awesome. Yeah. But you know what made the dresses even better? I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but it's this company called Megababe. Are you familiar with that company? No. Okay, so it's called Megababe, I believe. And they had this thing called the Thigh Rescue. Okay, is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And it literally looks like a deodorant stick, but you open it and it is like anti-chafe, like it's like an anti-chafe stick. Oh. So yeah, when that's it's so like- smart. I was thinking that, I'm like the one downside to dresses is the chafing. Right. I do straight up put deodorant between my thighs. Dude, like if it's bad. This is next like- level. This is better than deodorant. <laughs> I've been, I've done the deodorant. This is like, 
amazing. Okay, like you're gliding. Okay, I'll actually you don't need like, to reapply. I'll need to revisit this because I might actually look into that. But. It's so hot and you're walking all day and you put it on between your thighs before the day starts. I'm I'm flying. I'm just like I'm having the best day. I didn't even have to think about chafing. I'm like I have like bigger thighs, so I always kind of get chafe in the summer because it's like super hot and especially when you're walking like miles a day. It was awesome. So another random essential that I like had to have with me in Greece. No, I love that. Can I expose myself for a second? Of course you can. I'm still uh, Nike pros under the dress girl. Like you, know you would what? do in middle school. Sometimes I mix them in. Like I won't lie. I just can't. I just I don't know. Just something mentally, I'm like I just need shorts because. Like, knowing me, like, you never know. Yeah. Like, no, I know. I have, like, a really short dress. Like, I wore one time this summer, and I just, I needed the Nike Pros. Like, yeah. just something to just make sure if, like, there's a little slip up here, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I don't it's, know. it's like a safety net. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried to wear a dress through the Southwest Tunnel, but there's no way I would survive. Oh, my God. There's no way I would oh make it out the you other mean, end. You like, the wind? <laughs> yeah. The wind is coming up. I'm not even kidding. There's no way I would make it That's out the other so end without, true. without oh my like, gosh. like, committing a crime. You know, <laughs> you bring friend. up a good point. And now that you say that, every time I do, like, a closet clean-out, the Nike Pros come to the surface, and I'm like, I just can't get rid of you. You can't. I have Nike Pros in every color. I was telling my roommate this last night. Like, I have, pro- like, honestly, probably every col- color of the rainbow in really? them. Really? And I don't really wear them that much anymore. But they were such a staple, like, in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I'd work out in them all the time. Yeah. Now they're just, like, a little too short for my liking. I'm, I'm more, much more of a biker shorts gal. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I brought my biker shorts with me everywhere there, too. And yeah. the biker shorts go hand in hand with, like, a. you need to bring a great pair of sneakers. Like, you need to bring a solid pair of walking sneakers. I don't care how cute they are. Like, you need to let that go. I just bought, I know, I've always been, like, that's one of my fashion don'ts is sneakers with jeans. You know, there are certain rules that I can't get out of my head. Really? And, like, running sneakers with jeans has been a tough one. But I did just order a pair of New Balance that look cute, like, both with athletic wear and with jeans. So I'm totally, like, venturing into that area because I'm, like, I know I'm going to hate myself if I don't bring a comfy walking shoe when I'm there. I think that's a good point. I'm, like, weird about that, too. Like, I can't wear, like, Nike runners that, like, look like runners with jeans. But I could wear, like, an Air Force or, like, a more casual Mm -hmm. type of sneaker. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, no, so I I hear you on that. Yeah, that's, like, a, I don't even know, but. Would you wear Tevas with jeans? I don't know. Did you? I think that I did. Okay. I think that times were tough, and I did end up wearing. I know that I wore divas with <laughs> Rachel. Stop! That's like so I'm embarrassing. Sorry, I'm sorry. There See, are photos with, with leggings. Me. I don't know. I haven't like Wait, gone that far. I feel far. like leggings is worse. <laughs> is it? I, because the strap and the end of the the hem of the leggings are coming close in contact, whereas I feel like a, f- a bigger, like wider ankle jean okay. would kind of drape over. All right. The Tevas, similar to like a Burke. Yeah. I never wore my Burks. They actually were so annoying while I was there. Um, Like they were. I'm not a a huge. I have flat feet, so I can't do Burks. They're just like the the arches too. I have plastic Burks. I don't have like real ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I hate them. I can't walk in them for Mm -hmm. longer than like ten minutes. But. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was never a Burks girl. I like I I feel like it was one of those things where I thought they were ugly when they were popular because I was like being one of those being like, "Oh, I don't know why everyone likes Burks." And then after their prime, I was kind of like, "Eh, like I kind of see it." They but at potential. that point, at that point I was like, "No, it, like I like I miss I just missed the wave." Yeah. I missed the wave with the Burks. Yeah. But it's okay. Now, I also wanted to ask you about your routine in Greece. Like, how long did it take you to establish a routine, and what was that like? Yeah, so 
I think it was like it was very scary at first because there's just like a lot of emotions like you arrive in this new place I personally did not know anyone in the program and I didn't take any effort to like join snapchat groups join group chats in advance and stuff because I was like so busy with school and I was just like I don't know you you just don't want to I just didn't want to take that on and I just got there and was like I'll figure it out um so the biggest thing that I'll encourage everyone to do is like unpack like get settled in a way that feels comfortable, um, hang up your clothes, like try to make it as homey as possible. Um, and for me, I was sharing a room with a girl that I didn't know too. So like, there was just like a lot of getting used to at first. Um, but the biggest tip I can say is you're gonna meet like a lot of people and stay true to like actually what you wanna do. This experience can be so about you, but also if you get mixed up in everyone else in your um, in your like travel group, just might not be good. So like there was times where people were like going out and partying and stuff like that, but that didn't really align with what I wanted to do. And I didn't force myself to do that. And I feel like that helped me create a good routine. Like I loved getting up early and like on my way to the college every morning on my like long walk, I would like jam out to my favorite songs, stop at my favorite cafe. And I just got a croissant and a coffee and I would just sit out and like read in the morning in Greece. And that I was like, this so nice. So that sounds cool. like a dream. Honestly. You know what I mean? Like, and and just because that's what I wanted to do and that wasn't, like, what other people in my group wanted to do, no big deal. And, like, I feel like acknowledging that, that this experience was about me, really helped me, like, create that routine. So that was one of the big things was, like, getting up early and going and doing my thing. Um, but in terms of other routine aspects... Um, I think just sticking to what you know, like you've created a structure in your actual life back here where you can rely on it and it's your backbone and that's the point of it. And so the point of such structure is when you go to places like and that challenge you and push you out of your comfort zone, you lean on those structures. So my skincare routine stayed the same. My like morning routine stayed the same. Um, and just like leaning on what I was comfortable with in that sense helped me push myself in other aspects of the trip does that right. make sense yeah it's yeah. like bringing a, a sense of home with you on the trip yeah. and that kind of like whatever your routine was keeping that and staying true to that that's such good advice yeah nice. like you built up this routine that works best for you now it needs to translate over to like when you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone you know yeah, I feel that yeah I don't I feel like I feel like for me it's hard because I love like I always love like running errands by myself sometimes I just love like being in my own company and like spending that time and like I feel like sometimes like if I need to like do specific things like run errands or like do a homework assignment that I like is really important like I can't have other people around like, around and distracting me like even Andrew I'm like you need to like go away yeah like, please well I mean alone um, time is so important and just taking care of you first before you yeah know, others cause... yeah but I was curious like how do you kind of like do that while also being in a whole other country like were you like scared at first i know like, i feel like you might own? have too much alone time because you're with all new people and like did you feel lonely ever or did you struggle to kind of maintain connection with your family with the time difference and everything wow that's like a great question um i think that where i was in my life the trip really benefited me like the alone time was really an uncomfortable thing to get used to, but it was awesome for me to get used to, like getting comfortable with your own company. Like I, I know so many people our age who can't even sit still with their own thoughts, like have to always be scrolling, have to always have their AirPods in listening to something like, and I, I definitely was one of those people, but the trip got me so comfortable with being alone. Like I went out to dinner by myself. I have never done that ever in my yeah, life I've here. never done that. Even when I get like Chipotle, I would never sit there and eat it. You know what I mean? 
and I went to like a sushi restaurant and I sat there alone and like I was so scared for why I don't know that someone was like gonna look at me eating dinner alone I had a book and I ended up like calling my best friend from home and like we just caught up and like it was just awesome you know so you definitely get comfortable in your own company and also to be completely frank I definitely did feel lonely at times on the trip um, because I really liked the girls that I was living with would we have all been friends if I had met them like here probably not like we lived together so we were friends but were they like people that I would really pick out like I don't know how to describe it some of them were amazing like I met this one girl Colby and she she's from Connecticut I believe amazing we still keep in touch she's just like an amazing human all this stuff but um some of the other girls that I met just really didn't like align with my life and then I would feel like sometimes like I was forcing myself to feel excluded you know what I mean like you know when you were like left out of plans and you you really weren't sad about being left out of the plans but like you're like the I fact should. that you weren't invited is yeah. like what really yeah. yeah you kind of like get sad about it but like then I was like took initiative and hung out with my other friends like it just pushed me to do other things to still make the experience worthwhile you know what I mean mm-hmm. um have you watched sex in the city just going back to what you said earlier it reminds me of that scene of Carrie Bradshaw like sitting alone at lunch and she's like no friends no armor just me <laughs> and it's like I don't know it's just such like a big scene for her because she's like a very codependent person yeah. and she just kind of gets used to her own company and that's even something that I wanted to touch on in my meeting so I had a meeting last week stepping out of your comfort zone in college and that wasn't something that I ended up touching on but I think if I do it again I probably will because it's so important like that you're comfortable with yourself because once you have that you can really take that with you in whatever you know endeavor that you take on on top of it so a hundred percent and I'm not familiar with Sex and City but that's exactly what it felt like you just described it I would highly recommend watching by the way it's it's like funny and inspirational and yeah I I just watched it this year and it was like so good yeah and this is like my BTMI but the year kind of like leading up to it I I had a podcast last year which I haven't been keeping up with but basically like I had gone through some tough times like I had been a lot going on with my family and stuff and I had also just like had a breakup and I like devoted myself I don't know if you remember this Rachel but like I devoted myself to a year of being single and I dev- and like that was so transformative and this this trip came up on like the like year and a half mark of that and it was just like perfect end cap to like that entire journey like getting comfortable being alone getting comfortable like with yourself and I read this thing and it was like I'm never looking for my other half because I'm whole I'm looking for someone who adds value and so once you acknowledge that you are whole and you have everything that you want and need in life within you like it's just amazing and this trip really bookended that entire experience too so I think that helped me get comfortable with being alone because I had kind of been like mini practicing it all year mm-hmm. like trying to do things on my own um but everything from like boarding the plane to like eating dinner alone it just it's just really really powerful for you as like a young adult yeah no that's super transformative and and so important yeah. um and just going back to the time difference with yeah. like your friends and family back home. Yeah. I don't know what the time difference is between Greece and here. I think it here. was like seven hours. Oh, so, okay. So Portugal is five. They're yeah. five hours ahead. Okay. And I'm just curious, like, too. when do you schedule phone calls? It's such an awkward time gap. And I don't yeah. know. I've been thinking about that and I'm realizing that it, it is going to be tricky. 
Yeah. It's tricky, but it's it's not you don't really give it any thought. You just kind of figure it out, um, and you'll find times that are good for you. Like, I, like, kind of love calling my family before bed, and so, like, they're starting their day, or it's, like, midday for them, so that always works. Um, but also, like, when I would – I'm, like, a big um, drunk call your family – <laughs> so like when I would come back from like the clubs or whatever we were doing like I would call my family then so it's like perfect midday time like whatever it's 3 a.m. for me and it was like and it's probably so entertaining yeah. for them to and they're like oh Dasha's is at it again like oh what's Dasha doing um, and the other thing that I did that really made me feel close to my family was I made like a whatsapp group chat with everyone and I would just like send little updates pictures and stuff and like they would all kind of respond back when they had a chance so it was really awesome um, and I did get like a data plan there too so I was able to call and um, do that stuff as well which I recommend most places do like a $10 a day thing if you can like afford it if you're going for a short term if you're going for long term I think you need like a sim card but mine was short term yeah I think that's what Caroline has because it like gives you like a whole separate phone number I think yeah 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 yeah, yeah. which but you don't need that like intense level if you're just going for like a few weeks you know yeah yeah and if you have an iPhone and you're comfortable just working on Wi-Fi just do that too yeah. It's a little scarier, but... I know, because it's like, what if... Yeah. I mean, like, right. I used Uber and stuff on my phone, which obviously you need data for um, to use offline, because, like, if you're in the city, you're not going to be able to connect to just, like, random Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I could not survive without my unlimited data plan. <laughs> I know, I'm <laughs> definitely going to need, it. like, some kind of a data plan. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Now I want to talk about learning the language. So I know Greece, they mostly speak English there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And... Did you learn the language at all? Like, did you talk to locals and kind of challenge yourself in that way? I, um, like, this was one of the biggest regrets that I had and something I felt so bad about because I speak a second language at home. So I speak Russian. My family's Ukrainian. And I know the importance of, like, respecting another culture's language. And I just think it's a really kind thing to do to, like, just... Show an effort, yeah, at least. show yeah. you're putting an effort. Show that you're not just some, like silly tourists just dilly-dallying like in their space um and I didn't know anything like honestly like because the trip was so last minute too like I didn't even know hello thank you um all this stuff but luckily for me most people speak English like I I can't even think of a time where I ran into someone who spoke little maybe little to no English maybe like a cab driver or something but most people were really willing to kind of talk to us and and give us time um they're, the Greek people were like a little sassy sometimes like if, if someone didn't want to speak English with you it was just like a no they would send someone else out to talk to you like they weren't gonna like try but most people were really nice about it um, and I was able to learn like hello goodbye like all those things um, which was really special yeah that's really cool yeah and did you like meet any locals your age while you were like out going out or just traveling in general not any mm, actually that's such a lie almost just fully lie. <laughs> so the college that i went to was the american college of greece which was a private school there um and a lot of study abroad students went there but also greek students went there so in my classes it was mixed of american students and greek students so i actually did meet some people we still follow each other like on instagram too oh, um that. some different people who live in greece like one of the girls literally grew up in santorini like how unreal oh is that God. and she was awesome. in my social media marketing class like what that's so cool i can't imagine like growing up in greece or italy or any of those beautiful european countries on the water like that is that is really the dream truly 
Uh, yeah, I know. There's um, there's a girl in one of our on our advertising practicum class who is studying abroad. Um, she goes to Smith, but is doing the five college, so she's taking a class here. Um, and me and Claire were talking to her, and we're like, oh, like, how's your study abroad going? But like at UMass, like, it's so weird to even like conceptualize like yeah. someone is studying abroad here. Because when I think of study abroad, I think of like. France, London. I know. Like, I'm whatever. like, why did you come to UMass? Amherst? Why did you come to Western Mass? No offense. I love it out here, but like, this was your choice. I know. It's interesting, but <laughs> they definitely didn't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they definitely didn't know. They probably thought they were like in Boston or something. No offense. I love it here, though. I love our I, I do. I mean, yeah. I guess if you've never experienced like this particular culture, it could be an experience but i don't know if there's like so much to offer scenery wise yeah and i will say in the fall though it is beautiful yeah no in the fall like sometimes it actually takes my breath away seeing the trees and the foliage and everything yeah even in the spring like i love going to sit up like in central like oh hill area Mm -hmm. um and just like hanging out it's just gorgeous there so um, but another thing you just reminded me of in terms of, like, mixing up with the, like, locals was it was so funny because in class we would always compare different, like, maybe American slang to, like, how a Greek, would say, uh, Greek person would say something or, like, how they kind of, like, treated, like, clubbing or going out or, like, just different things that we were, like, comparing. And it was really funny all the time, just, like, different things or... Even the girls were comparing our outfits, like, oh, we would never wear bike shorts and a t-shirt to class. Yeah. And they were, like, dressed up. It's summer, right? Like, it's hot as hell. Like, jeans, full button-down shirt, like, different things like that. So, it's interesting. I know. It's, like, totally foreign, I feel like, to other countries to wear, like, sweat suits and leggings to class. Like, that's Mm -hmm. just so out of the ordinary. And I think it's so funny that it's so normalized for us. And then you go elsewhere and you're, like... Why are you wearing real clothes? Yeah. Like, what? Like, okay. who said we were dressing up today? Who sent this outfit in the group chat? And no, got approved? literally. You know what I mean? Like, you like middle school up. when you're like, can you wear a nice outfit with me? Please. Yeah. <laughs> no one did afraid. that. You're afraid to dress up alone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my gosh. But. Yeah. I know it's funny. Um, like, especially with my friends from home, like, we'll all just, like, pull up to, like, a local cafe. And it's like... One of my friends is wearing a skims dress. One of my friends is wearing bike shorts. One of my friends is wearing like a sundress. And we're like, literally, what? Like, at what point? What happened? Where was like, the miscommunication? Like, where, like, where yeah. did we lose? But it's funny because it's like realistically, any of those outfits could work if you're just like grabbing They're all coffee. appropriate. They're it's all just, appropriate yeah. in their own way. So we just like rock it. Like I feel yeah. like we rock the versatility. You just have to like love and respect girls. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And I just want to hear, like, do you have any funny stories or just memorable moments from your trip that you want to share? Oh, okay. So, basically, what I also recommend is a lot of people try and travel while they're, like, doing a study abroad. I totally recommend it. I went to all the islands on the weekends, and I also went to Amsterdam for a weekend, um, which was really cool. But so, in the last weekend, we had, like, a day off of school, and um, me and my friends decided to go to Santorini for the weekend. And we rented an Airbnb, which is super common there. It's super safe. All the Airbnbs I rented were awesome. So definitely recommend just make sure you look at the reviews and do your due diligence there. Um, But basically, Airbnb is super strict on how many people you've registered to stay at the property and, like, how many people will actually. So, right, so, like, even though the room says it fits four, if you put down two people are coming, they're going to be mad at the discrepancy and charge you extra for those extra two people. So 
um, in Santorini, me and my friends, we had four people, but I think we said we were booking two and or, or three, and like an extra friend had just decided to come with us, and I was like, it's totally fine to stay there. So, mind you, we pull up <laughs> to this like little little house, and it's super cute and all this stuff. And first of all, we cannot figure out how to get in this house, like. He said, my dad will be there with the keys. And, like, we go and knock on the next-door neighbor, and this man comes out in, like, a tank top, speaks no English. He's so confused. We're like, we need the keys. Manos was the guy who owned the property. We're like, Manos, Manos said that you had the keys. This guy is looking at us like we have three heads. Like, (laughs) oh, my God, it was ridiculous. And um, whatever, we finally figure out how to get into the apartment. We settle in, and I, I see we have a message from the Airbnb owner like on my phone I'm like what the what the heck and he's like Dasha like I don't know I'm gonna like read it in like a random voice this is because me and the girls started like making a voice from him. he's like Dasha be honest with me how many people oh are gosh. staying in the Airbnb and I start looking around and like there's cameras in his home I'm like how does he know and I was like three monos I promise oh my god <laughs> I promise there's only three people and he's like he kept writing like be honest with me I was like like, I'm gonna give you one more chance (laughs) I said a friend was just coming to stop by for the day like she's leaving all this stuff and he's like okay you know that Airbnb will charge you like if we find out that another person was staying there I'm like oh shit oh my god (laughs) like it was like another like two hundred dollars or something ridiculous like that and it was just so funny because we were literally like hiding this fourth person like constantly every time we would go in and out of the apartment like we were hiding it from the cameras like hiding all this stuff we would go out and we'd like sneaker in in the back and like all this stuff and he kept texting me on the airbnb app like be honest with me oh my god all this stuff um but yeah i'm trying to think of like other silly stories i don't know did you end up getting charged no i didn't i didn't okay so you yeah. like really pulled it off. Yeah. Um but, but he like totally knew. He's yeah, like he yeah. totally knew. There was a camera the on the tra- porch, that's how he knew I found it. Oh my um, god. Um so yeah. But also like so many of the people are so welcoming. When we were in Santorini, there was a restaurant like right down the road and it was so special. It was owned by this one guy and his name was Panos, like actually like actually Manos and then down the street is Panos. Everybody knows each other on the islands too, like all the business owners and stuff like that. So he was Panos and he owned this restaurant called The Finch and me and my friends like loved it and he was this young guy and he like came to talk to us after our meal and then we talked to like all the servers and it was so special. They were a group of friends since childhood and Panos invested in this restaurant and all of his friends came to work with him and help him that's so wholesome it was so wholesome we ate there every day and like they invited us to like come late at night and have drinks with them and like the seeing their friend group like all their friends came when the restaurant was closed and like we were just having drinks like having fun and it was just like a special connection like that you just don't see often and like there were so many different stories like that where I just got to see something that I don't usually get exposed to I guess like yeah and that like helps you it it grows you so much I feel like yeah and just seeing like how truly they all loved each other like that kind of unconditional love is so rare and like you don't really see that here that often not like not like it's about America but like I can't name a restaurant in Massachusetts that I know is like super close-knit yeah yeah that's not like a family business and I grew up like around a bunch of family businesses my mom has a business my dad did like my grandma so just seeing that like love for each other was so special in Greece so there's just like a lot of different experiences like that 
Well, I think I saw on like, I don't know if it was a TikTok or what it was, but it's just something about America's individualistic culture that mm. we don't really have that same, like the same social bonds that they have in Europe Yeah, where, you know, it's common for people to just kind of take some time in the middle of the day and relax and talk to the people around them and socialize without any you know other pressures going on there's no work involved it's just kind of like genuine connections and there's a lot of opportunity to socialize with a wide variety of people and that's just something that really plays into their culture and they walk around more and they're not always you know just one person in a car driving from point a to point b and they kind of take a step back and take a minute to actually like live life and appreciate it and I don't know. I feel like that definitely shapes who you are as a human being, especially if you grow up there. And that's probably why you saw that. Like, they can actually form these super close bonds that we don't always have the opportunity to form with anyone, like, outside of our immediate family or maybe that, you know, one friend group that you've had since childhood. But it's a lot more rare, I think, around here. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said it so well. Yeah. And it makes me think, too, like, especially going through that, like, right after we came back from COVID and everything, like just the sense of like community because that's the thing i'm from a small town where everyone knows everyone but i know it's not COVID, a- that i did kind of like the covid year in weird ways because of what you said it was there was a sense of community and it was kind of like a step back from everything and you, you kind of realized what was important yeah. there was definitely like pros and cons to it like yeah you know like now we have like remote work which is so nice for some people and so like some people like hated it you know i love remote work <laughs> i know i, I do like remote. i like a good hybrid situation Ugh. like that was my I internship last year and i like having days where i can just do my own thing and then you know going into like i would go into the office once a week and that was so nice because yeah. i would have my day in boston and be like cutesy and girly and then yeah. i'd be exhausted and i'd be like okay remote work the rest remote of the week work. and it was yeah. so nice but I'm so excited for my full-time job because it's my first time not at a startup and like they have a massive office and I'm just like I'm just really excited to be like a little corporate girly like I so fun yeah so I'm working at the predictive index um and I'm going to be doing sales I'm going to be a sales development representative for them oh my gosh that's so exciting yes it's right outside of Boston um so I'm wicked excited about that and like I've never had a place where I could really like go into the office so I'm really really excited that's so fun and I could so like I feel like you're so like I could so picture you doing sales because I feel like you're just so like personable personable like genuine like I feel like like you could sell me some like the wildflower things like I was like I'm buying one like like it literally like all it took was like one sentence and I was like you sold me like I'm buying like I mean not that I'm hard to convince for anyone to buy anything but um but I just feel like you're gonna kill it like I'm so I'm so so excited for you thank you so much it makes me so happy I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a really cool opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So when do you, like, what's the timeline? Because I know you said you're going to France and London, and then from when you start your yeah. job. So I don't know how I always put myself in these positions, guys. It's another, <laughs> it's another. Last minute scramble. Yes. So um, I am traveling with my boyfriend, Jeffrey, and so we are going to um, London, Paris and Nice for two weeks. So it's like a stretch of three kind of different areas. Um, And basically, graduation is May 26th. Okay, so you graduate. I need to move out of my house out here May 31st by noon. Our flight is on June 6th. So then there's only six six real days to kind of get everything in order. Um, And then in those six days, like it's my roommate's birthday. Jeff's having like a graduation party. Like 
it's going to be a real dash to the finish, you know, and I also need to do um, like all my social media, like prep work for my clients before the trip too. So I can be like offline. So it's just, I, I don't know how I always set myself up in these, in these like tight, like really need to execute situations. Um, but hopefully I get really ahead of the ball on everything so that I can be present for graduation, present for my last night in my college home Stop. and oh my gosh. all this stuff. I've already started like saving up some Instagram captions for our trip. <gasps> so fun yeah, it's so gonna be exciting. good i'm really really excited oh, that's so sad that you're graduating oh i know like don't even talk about it <laughs> i can't even listen to it i had a big cry last night about it oh yeah i don't know because I'm, I'm gonna write a post on it for days with dasha today but i don't know like i was like so i know the transition's coming up this has been four years i knew this was coming i'm totally fine with it just let's go get it done mm-hmm and then I was just, I've just been so, like, emotional and, like, getting upset over the stupidest things. And I'm like, what is going on with me? Like, what is actually going on with me? I'm like, actually, I'm so not okay with this four years ending. It flew by, just like everyone said it did. And then I was just crying. I was like, I didn't, like, go to enough parties. I didn't, I didn't talk to enough people. Like, I didn't, I didn't, like, all this stuff. Like, and I'm like, dude, you accomplished so much here. I know. I feel like you can really rest assured knowing that you did. Yeah. You conquered UMass. Like, oh, you, you have yeah. so much under your belt. Like, yeah. oh, thank you, you came, so much. You saw, you slayed. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. But. Yeah, I mean, even that, like, I feel like I did the most, and even, you know, you just can't beat yourself up, because, like, you guys are saying to me, like, oh, you, like, accomplished so much, and then I'm I'm beating myself up over it. You just got to appreciate what you did, mm-hmm. who you met, the experiences you had, because that's what you come here for. Like, college exactly. taught me so much, aside from the classes. I didn't learn really anything in the classes, but, <laughs> um, but... Like, you learn how to network. You learn how to reach out to people properly. You learn how to advocate for yourself. Mm -hmm. So many, so many things. And I've just really loved my time at UMass. Ah, my time. (laughs) Don't stop. No, it's okay. No. I, yeah. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. But I'll I'll be there at graduation. Yay. I'll be there. Okay, awesome. Lots of pictures. Hopefully I can, I'll be wearing big sunglasses because I do not think I can handle even like looking at anyone in the eyes. I'm like, I don't even know. Rachel will just be wearing some massive sunglasses to hide the tears. Hiding the tears, hiding the emotions. Cause that's the thing I'm like, I don't even know. And like, um, Claire got back from her senior pictures yesterday and Soph was was showing us some. Well, first of all, Claire was like, do you want to come by? And I was like, I can't, I was like, no. I can't witness. I literally was like, I don't want to come because I can't even look at you. Like I can't. And then she was showing me the pictures and I was like, my face is getting all red. Oh. I was like, I could feel it coming. And I was like, I have to pull myself together. And then we walked into WIB and I was like, and then it was like the last WIB meeting, like oh, the last our body. Girl. And I was like, oh. so many emotions. So many. I need to figure out what I'm wearing for graduation. I, I already have my dress picked up for, for my graduation. graduation. <laughs> oh my God. I so ordered funny. it a few weeks ago. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. It's like a midi. It's kind of flowy. It's oh, fun. my goodness. Okay. I've been shopping a lot for Paris and London, too. Ooh. Oh, wait. That was the other piece of advice that I wanted to give people um, was the shopping is superior there. Like, I know I just said I bought a few things for my trip this summer. Uh, aside from, like, the staples, do not, like, try and leave as much room in your suitcase as you can because just the shopping is way superior there. Like, even your Zara and H&M shopping, like, 
so superior. Like, the quality, the options that they have, like, the styles, I love it. I bought so much stuff there. There was an H&M, like, a 10-minute walk from my apartment. Like, so good. I got so many dresses. And you can buy stuff as needed. Like, it's really rare that you'll be in kind of, like, a shopping desert where you, like, can't access stores or different shopping things. Right. Um, so definitely shop a lot there. And also in, like, little shops and things like that where you can kind of talk to the owner don't be afraid to negotiate i feel like people are really scared to do that and i'm not talking like h&ms and czars you obviously can't negotiate in those situations but i'm talking about like kind of like trinkety stores yes especially if you're buying multiple things say like is there any like discount if i buy a lot of stuff and and oftentimes they will give you one um and you could say ooh, like if they give you one and it's still like a little expensive ooh, that's like a little high like i'll look around around um and they'll usually like nine times out of ten come back to me like oh we can do it like for two dollars cheaper like x amount cheaper um especially at those trinkety like um what is the word touristy type shops yeah they try to make a lot of money off of you so yeah that's great advice do you have any like final words of wisdom as we start to wrap up final words of wisdom just do your best like You got to remember there's going to be so many things out of your control. Flights are going to get delayed. You know, stuff always hits the fan, basically. And you just got to be ready to, like, jump and attack it because that's all you can do. Like, there was a few instances where my flight got canceled, like, the day before. And I was, like, I started to panic. And I was, like, okay, calm down. It's not the end of the world. You'll figure this out. Like, there's always a plan B. I always think as long as you're okay, everything is always fixable Mm -hmm. and everything's always extra. Like the weekend trips are extra. Like everything is extra. Every experience, you got to think of it as like an addition to your life. You know what I mean? And from there, you can kind of say, this is what's in my control. This is what I can do to solve the problem. And that's all I can do. Like, I think getting comfortable in that is really powerful and and keeping calm and not panicking at every kind of like mishap is like the best thing that you can do. That's awesome advice. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was, this was honestly so helpful. Like I will definitely be listening to this back because I'm going to need this advice. This was such a great conversation. Thank you guys so much for having me. No, it's been so fun. Always a pleasure. Um, And we're going to have to do a follow up when you get back. Yes. I know. You're right. I'll have to do a little reflection. We could do a remote episode. We could Zoom. Yes, absolutely. How the how the sandals turn out? I will. I I will be rocking my Tevas a hundred percent. So you'll see that. And Rachel will buy a pair <sighs> once she sees you. We'll convert her. Hundred percent. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe you can convince me. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Here I am. Just waiting for this